gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to my Two Cents Podcast. I am your host, G2, and today's episode is entitled Consent, and this episode 94. But before I get into today's episode, I would like to read you off the National Food Days of the Week. Today, October 2nd, it is nothing. October 3rd, it is Soft Taco Day. October 4th, it is Vodka Day and Taco Day, more or less Hard Shell Taco Day. So please drink responsibly when you drink your vodka with your tacos, if you do do that. Uh, your October 5th, it is Rocky Mountain Oyster Day, as well as Apple Betty Day. October 6th, 6th, it is Noodle Day. October 7th, Frappe Day. And October 8th, it is Fluffer Nutter Day. Now, with that out of the way, as you guys can tell from the episode uh, runtime, I'm not going to be here long because I'm still under the weather. I was sick this week. I'm starting to get out of my sickness, and I don't want to... Uh, strain my throat because I've always had throat issues and I don't want to uh, cause lasting issues to my throat. Understand? So if you could, uh, please don't hold it against me that this episode is going to be shorter than usual, but hey, I got to look out for my best interests here. Um, So I'm just going to hit just some key things I want to talk about. First thing I want to talk about is uh, Hurricane Irma that passed through this past week. Um, from CNN, they say in Florida, at least 45 people have been reported dead. Um, other reports from other places have said at least 27, 25. Nobody truly knows, so I'm just going to go with CNN, at least 45, because that just seems like a right number, to be honest with you, with a hurricane and with uh, Florida being an area where people, certain older people live there and certain people that are not... Uh, I'm not going to say not sane because people are sane down in Florida. I'm just going to say certain people are more hard-headed than others that they didn't want to leave their home area. So CNN has reported that 45 people have passed away from her, from the hurricane this week. And um, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of hardships there. But when you look at Florida after the devastation of this hurricane, you can believe it because they were showing you updates on it uh, this Thursday, this Friday. They were constantly showing you updates on what was going down. And you saw water constantly just being rushing through the streets. You saw wind smacking people up. You saw debris coming around. And that basically happened Saturday too with the Carolinas. Wind and rain was coming up around the sea, well, the sea borderline, Myrtle Beach area you saw the ocean water come up into the roads you saw a lot of water just basically just on the roads you saw the water go into the drainage systems i mean you saw it all when it came down to them just updating you and showing you what's going down making sure you stay inside your home so you wouldn't get caught up in the winds and the debris just smacking people up in the face so again i want to say this right now my hearts are out to the people that have lost family members in this hurricane in florida or even certain people that lost family members in the hurricane in the carolinas carolinas didn't get covered like that whenever people lost their lives i'm not sure people did but if they did and it just weren't covered i just want to say 
my heart goes out to you and your family. My heart goes out to anybody that lost their homes during this tragic event. I just want people to know that in certain parts of the year, wherever you're living, you should know what's going to happen or what's bound to happen. So, for example, in, well, the Carolinas and the Florida area, whenever it's time for September or October of every year, hurricane season, we always have that possibility of a hurricane coming over and destroying us, or at least destroying your home and all that type of stuff. For California area, in the summer, you guys always have fires. Uh, I'm not sure about the middle of America. I'm not sure. I know they got tornadoes down there, like in Oklahoma and that type of area over there. I'm not sure if that happens like at a particular time of the year. But if you are looking for homes and you're trying to find a new home, I just want people to do your research on it so you won't be uh, caught by surprise whenever this type of stuff happens. As a matter of fact, let me tell you guys something. Um, I just have a professor that just came this year for the uh, class I'm in. And we got the little warning alerts on our phones talking about the hurricane was coming, tropic storm, they want to call it. And he didn't know what to do. He said, this is my first time being inside a hurricane here. And we were all shocked. Like, this is the first time? He said, yeah. And he asked, okay, because not a lot of people were inside the class. He asked, okay, what do you guys want to do? I said, well, if you live more on the inland side, it's not going to be that bad. Because I told him I lived about a couple some odd from the school. And I said, but if you live around the beach area, yeah, you probably want to end the class like quickly. And he said he lives right around the beach area. So we were able to do the class, but more or less, I think that he probably went home. So that was funny to me. But as again, I just find things hilarious. And that just, again, goes off to show you that wherever you're going, know where you are going. Know what's going down. Know your weather systems. Know what goes down every year. That's just my precautionary tale to everybody, okay? Now, again, thoughts and prayers to everybody that lost homes. Thoughts and prayers to everybody that lost family members during this tragic ordeal. That's all I want to say about this hurricane business. Now, on to a rapper that we lost this year. Well, this week. Uh, the rapper Coolio. Legend Coolio. He died at the age of 59. Uh, TMZ reported that Coolio died from a cardiac arrest on Wednesday. Um, he was at his friend's home. His manager said after the rapper went to the bathroom and never returned, his body was found laying on the floor. Paramedics pronounced him dead at the scene. People know Coolio for the whole Gangsters of Paradise uh, song. I know him off of that song. I know him off the parody of Weird Al Yankovic doing it for Gangsters Paradise, the Amish Paradise. And more than anything, I know Coolio for the Keenan and Kel theme song. That was a show that I will watch every day on Nickelodeon when we come home from school. If not just coming home from school, but like a couple hours later, you turn to Nick, you will see Keenan and Kel, all that. Uh, there's different Nickelodeon shows, but Keenan and Kel had the most fire theme song. So I want to thank Coolio just for that alone. People are going to have more intricate uh, tributes to go and lay out to Coolio. I don't because I just know Coolio for literally Gangsta's Paradise and Keenan and Kel's theme song. And also, I do know him from this as well. If you have not watched Coolio's appearance on the Hot Ones uh, show on YouTube, is basically celebrities eating chicken wings that are just hot. It goes from uh, 
low level hot to a burning sensation type hot go to that episode that's literally one of the great episodes of hot ones that coolio was on happened a couple years ago but just go to that you get a nice little insight on the man himself but i just want to say thank you to coolio for making my childhood with the keenan and kel theme song personally so with me ending my coolio tribute i have to play the keenan and kel theme song so i present to you coolio's keenan and kel theme song Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel. To keep you laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial on read the room. Cause they always in the summer, no fun, and you don't want to miss it. It's double K like, do the good way, yes. Keenan and Kel, I should have said Kel and Keenan, and you gotta watch Keenan. Cause Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plot to make it to the top. But they kinda in the middle, cause they always getting caught. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy Drew mystery. It's just Keenan and Kel and your vicinity. Like Siegfried and Royal, Alvin and Costello, Magic and Kareem. Now with the tribute out of the way, let's talk about consent, shall we? Consent, by definition, means permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. Give permission for something to happen. Now, the reason why I titled this episode Consent was last week, Boston Celtics head coach got suspended for one year for having a relationship with a woman in the Boston Celtics organization. And it was reported as them having a consensual relationship. Now, for people that don't understand this, when you're in a consensual relationship or you had a consensual like affair with somebody in a workplace environment, you're bound to get suspended. Okay, that's bound to happen. Okay, but what should not happen is one person gets suspended or one person just face the brunt of whatever punishment happens and the other person does not. It doesn't matter if it's a female or a male or a male and a male, female and a female. It don't matter. Whenever you are in a consensual relationship or you guys have some type of affair or a one-night stand, it was still consensual between both parties and your boss happens to now find out about it. One person cannot just be facing the punishment for it both individuals both consenting adults have to face the punishment for that because you guys both broke company protocol you're not supposed to be mixing business with pleasure in any type of business that you are in usually that's always like said whenever you are in any type of business you're not supposed to screw around with the employees you're not supposed to screw around with a co-worker because that starts muddying up the workplace environment that could lead to lawsuits that could lead to people saying they were sexually harassed, that somebody forced himself upon them. That's what it always could lead itself to. And owners and businesses are not trying to deal with that because that just be a big headache for that business. So it would have been in the Celtics. Uh, I'm not gonna say best interest, but the Celtics definitely could have fired the head coach because well, he broke company protocol. He could have not have slept around with a Boston uh, worker. He could have just slept around with a random woman on the street. But he slept around with a Boston co-worker, which was an idiot, idiot move. But again, human emotions get into it because once you are around a person 
constantly every day and you're handling business, you're more or less going to find some type of attraction to them and all this type of stuff. Imagine this, okay? People are at school. This is how boyfriend and girlfriends are first starting out. You guys are at school. You guys are around these people literally, what, eight or seven hours throughout a day. And you guys are just constantly with each other. That's how you guys start building connections. You guys start building emotions towards each other and all this type of stuff. Kids are allowed to have boyfriend or girlfriends with each other because that's how you guys build the human connection. You guys build the human emotions and all that type of stuff. But once you guys become adults and you guys are in the workplace environments, we have to now separate that because, well, you guys are now dealing with business. You guys are dealing with your boss. And again, as I said earlier, uh, ramifications of somebody saying that somebody forced himself onto me, the power dynamic of my boss and a co-worker, all that type of garbage. And it's not garbage because some of the stuff is really true. Sometimes certain individuals use their power because they're their boss to make their underling uh, sleep with them, which is nasty to me. And that's not consent. And that's not this situation. Again, when it first came out, they said that the boss, the head coach and his lady had a consensual relationship. And it's just weird to me how he's the only person that got any type of, uh, suspension or any type of blame out of this and i'm not saying that this woman should be blamed i'm just saying that this woman should face some type of consequences just the same way as this boss and head coach are facing consequences that's all i'm trying to get with this almost in the exact same way as something earlier this week happened with a youtuber uh if you guys are don't know um this week a youtuber named ted not ted but ned fulmer who was an known for being with the Try Guys. If you don't know the Try Guys, Try Guys were four guys that left a company named BuzzFeed, and they did a stupid type of things on their YouTube videos for BuzzFeed. When they left BuzzFeed, they ended up making their own YouTube uh, channel. They ended up having their own company. It's straight up just those four guys, and they start hiring other employees underneath them. Long story, less long, okay? Ned and Eugene and Keith and Zach were the four guys that left BuzzFeed to create their company, Try Guys. Ned Fulmer was the guy who was the married guy who was dedicated to his wife. Every time you would do an introduction with all four of these guys, he would always say, and I have a wife, or something along the lines of, I am the husband of, enter wife's name, and he's supposed to be the happy, doty husband guy. The guy that you would think he'd be the last guy to cheat on his wife. Well, um, this week it comes out that he had a consensual relationship with one of his workers. And the only reason how this comes out was because um, the worker's boyfriend ends up putting things out online and that's how it caught everybody's attention. And that's the reason how Ned Fulmer got busted. And with that, he's now no longer working for try guys, which for me, that's weird to me because once you created a company with somebody, how can you get like tossed out? I mean, we've seen Papa John do it because he says some racist stuff, but for you to have a consensual relationship with an employee, it's just, again, 
weird thing. I don't understand how these people get themselves in these situations and get busted and capped out like that. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not... It's not... I, I just don't get it. Again, you know your rules. You made the rules. You're the boss. You're not supposed to have any type of friendization with your employees of that magnitude of a sexual relationship. But you did. And you always were the guy. You at least, if anything else, you had the image of being the married guy. Fulmer did uh, go on Twitter this week, and he did confirm that he had a consensual workplace relationship, adding, I'm sorry for any pain my actions might have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all, his wife. The remaining guys released a statement earlier in the day announcing that Fulmer would no longer be working with them as a result of a thorough internal review. We do not see a path forward together. His wife did release a statement at the time stating, Nothing is more important to me and Ned than our family, she wrote, and all we request right now is that you respect our privacy for the sake of our kids. So, Ned is out here with his wife. They're trying to rebuild, and more or less, Ned's trying to rebuild the trust that he lost from his wife after his uh, betrayal. And again, this is still weird to me. It's weird, and again, it's consent, consensual. I'm glad they want to make that perfectly clear. It was consensual. It was not any type of... uh power of hey i am your boss sleep with me i am somebody that's in charge of you do my bidding that's always like the nasty case to me that i always have a problem with whenever we find out about this type of stuff is always people just being nasty because well i have the power to do this and you either you sleep with me or you don't and there's always your other choice by the way for your whether it be the man or female that is not in the uh marriage predicament or the person that doesn't have the power uh you it's always up to you if you're going to do that situation or do whatever that person that's in power or that you want do and i know i just sounded so cryptic in that let me explain it like this if you are going to deal around with a married person it's all on you you know that they're married that's all on you. You can't just now just throw your hands in the air and say, well, I'm not married. Nope, you're not married, but you knew that that person was married. So you are going to hold some type of, you're going to have to hold some type of accountability because you are knowing that they, that person that you're messing with is married. You know that the person that you're messing with has a person at home that doesn't know anything about this and that you might be a homewrecker in the end whenever this stuff does come out. And if it does come out. Now, for the person that might be in power, that might have a position open that says, hey, yo, sleep with me or you don't get this job, it's all up to you as a person that wants that job. Do you want to sacrifice yourself to get that position or you want to walk away and say, nah, I'm good, I can do something else or I can try to find a different way to get said position? See, that's what I was trying to say with that whole cryptic thing earlier. For Ned here and for the Boston Celtics head coach, consent was needed in both of these situations. Both of them have women that were consenting to the acts that they committed with both men. And that's what I'm just saying. The Boston head coach, he got one year suspension. You hear nothing about the lady. Ned Fulmer, 
he ends up losing his job at the company that he helped create. And now you hear nothing about the woman. If she got suspended or she got anything happened to her, she got released. Nothing about that. Now, it just happened this week with Ned Fulmer. Give it another week or two. Somebody on Reddit's going to find it out because Try Guys is literally nothing but an internet style situation for YouTube. And they got Reddit dedicated to these pages. So I guarantee you somebody's going to find out if that woman is still working with Try Guys or not. Or either she's just suspended or whatever the case may be. But there's been people trying to find out that Boston head coach uh, woman. They've been trying to find out who she was for the, for these past two weeks. I don't know because I really don't go into all that. I just wait until the reports come out so I can see who the woman was and all that. So that's all I'm waiting for. And before I do get you guys out of here, because I told you it wasn't going to be a long episode. Um, I want to talk about Brett Favre because Brett Favre, you, my guy, have been sleeping under. You've been escaping a lot of people's grasp. And what I mean by that, the news hasn't really picked up on you the way that they should be picking up on you. So I'm going to do it right here. CBS Sports would put out Brett Favre scandal explaining. Uh, how the ex-quarterback is accused of misusing of Mississippi State welfare funds. Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre is in hot water for his connection in the Mississippi welfare scandal involving the misappropriation of roughly $77 million. Favre, who has not been criminally charged, has denied knowing that the money he received for different projects was welfare money, but court filings, text messages, and tax records have shed new light on the situation. In the latest development, tax records obtained by ESPN and the Athletics on September 28th show that Favre's charity, Favre for Hope, funneled more than $130,000 to the University of Southern Mississippi Athletic Foundation from 2018 to 2020. The charity was originally created to help charities that provides support to underserved and disabled children and breast cancer patients. Marcus Dupree, a heavily sought-after high school coach, well, high school recruit in the early 80s, is another high-profile figure that is allegedly involved in the scandal. In an interview with ESPN on September 28th, Dupree denied allegations of wrongdoing. His name has not been in the media as much as Farbs recently, but in March 2020, Anna Wolf from Mississippi Today published an article about how he used the Marcus Dupree Foundation to cover the mortgage of his 15-acre ranch. The entire welfare scandal is Mississippi's largest ever public corruption case. It involves money from the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Program, a federal program that provides grants, funds to states and charities, well, states and territories, to help families in need. According to the Benefits.gov website, state admission programs may include child care assistance, job preparation, and work assistance. In the summer of 2017, Favre began to ask then-Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant for funding for a new volleyball facility at the University of Southern Mississippi, his alma mater, and the same school at which his daughter played volleyball. Text messages from August 3, 2017 show Favre asking MCEU founder Nancy knew about privacy regarding payments to him. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media could find out where it came from and how much he asked? She reassured him that the information would not be made public. The next day, she told him that Bryant was on board with their plan. 
New and her son, Zach, pleaded guilty to 13 felony counts relating to the scandal earlier in 2022. According to an audit, Favre was paid $500,000 in December 2017 and $600,000 in June 2018 for appearances and speeches at multiple events that he did not attend. Favre said he filmed commercials for the nonprofit organization, and that's why he was given the money. The auditor later revealed that Favre's contract stated that he needed to give speeches and a radio advertisement. Favre gave back the initial payments, but reportedly still owes $228,000 in interest. In April 2022, Mississippi Today reported that Brett Favre briefed Bryant on Privacus, a pharmaceutical company in which Favre was a top investor in. Per report, the company received $2.15 million from the scheme. Some of the text messages attained by Mississippi Today showed that Privacus founder Jack Van Landingham and Favre offered Brian shares of the company. White ended up naming Bryant as the whistleblower that led to high-profile arrests in the welfare scandal. The drug company, now called Odyssey Health, was said to be developing a nasal spray designed to treat concussions. Six-time U.S. Soccer Athlete of the Year, Abby Wambach, was a member of the Sports Advisory Board, but as of September 29th, she has cut ties with the company per ESPN. So there you go right there. This is more and along the lines, basically saying how Brett Favre has been a dirtbag type guy, been trying just to get money and scheming money the most underhandedly type ways that he can. And here's my deal with this. If you can cheat the system, cheat the system. But if you're cheating the system out of welfare, if you are creating organization and creating charities and all this type of stuff that's supposed to help people that are not, uh, well, disabled children or breast cancer patients, or people that are in the welfare and all this type of stuff. If you're creating companies, creating charities that's supposed to help these people, and the money don't go to them, and you're using it, you're a scumbag. If you're taking money out of the welfare, uh, welfare support in a certain company, not company, but in a certain uh, state, you are a scumbag. And that's basically what this whole thing is right here. Brett Favre is in a lot of hot water because... He was taking money from uh, welfare systems. He was taking money from his own uh, charity. He was just doing a lot of things that were not right that you shouldn't do. And the funny thing is that Brett Favre's whole thing is not being covered by the media like that. The media, and more specifically the sports media, is covering a lot on the Boston Celtics head coach situation, his consensual relationship compared to a guy who consented on thieving people out of money that belonged to them. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, if you want to get down to it, Brett Favre is white. The Boston Celtics uh, coach is black. So take that with what you will. I'm not going to try to be racy. But you guys kind of guess where I'm going here with that. But it's just so weird that this man, Brett Favre's whole situation is not being covered the way that it should be covered in the light that it should be covered. Hopefully this week it gets covered in ABC, CBS, NBC, all these other 
companies, CNN, all these places start like going hard at Brett Favre for this because this is disgusting. This is nasty. This is completely utter trashiness. The way how this man is literally dodging, I mean, just media and news sites just not covering this man being nasty. It is completely crazy to me. So I'm hoping that this week they get to cover this guy and you actually get to tar him up and beat him down and just get into him. I mean, the justice system is doing that because if you got alpha Davids and you got audits and all this type of stuff, that means somebody's looking into what you're doing. The court, the government is looking into what you're doing. So I don't know if Brett Favre is going to be charged criminally or what, or is he just going to have to be able to pay back all the money that he stole? I'm saying that he should be charged criminally because again, whenever you are taking money away from disabled children, uh, breast cancer patients and welfare, yeah, that's called crime. That's called jail time. That's not just called, oh, you got to pay back. No, that's called jail time. And also you got to pay that back too. But we shall see. Hopefully the uh, ABC, CBS, all these other big major companies start looking into Brett Favre more and more this week. Um, Now, with that all being said, I told you this wasn't going to be a long episode. And that's all I got for you. I want to thank Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the other podcast uh, networks that I am on for having me around and still allow me to be here i want to thank you guys the people for downloading the episodes again i apologize for this one being a shorter episode um hopefully next week my throat and my body will be better and i give you a hour-long episode as i usually do but hey man i just wasn't my body just wasn't in it this week this was the end it today i'm sorry for that um I just want to thank you still for downloading the episode and just rocking with me. Hopefully you stay with me for another week and I can be back to myself. And with that, always remember. I love you, I love you, I love you. I I do love you all. I thank you tremendously so much. Remember, don't be a dick. Try to be a better person than what you were the day before. I want everybody to have a good day. Have a safe day. I'll be with you guys next Sunday if you listen to the Sunday episodes. And if you listen to the Saturday episodes, you listen to the Saturday episodes. But with that, this has been G2. This has been my Two Cents Podcast. This isn't goodbye. This until you hear from the sweet sounding voice again. And with that, Kanye, could you please... Take these people home. I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.